it is the We Are You Morning Crew, ladies and gentlemen. We are here, ready to give you one more segment of sizzling subjects and trending topics. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this last story, it is uh, fresh in the hearts of America. And it is a triggering story, but it is one that we have to get into, we have to talk about, and the details of this versus the other story we talked about earlier are are just completely different, but we're going to get into it. Now, if you've been listening, there has been a yet another uh, shooting, but this time not a mass shooting. Jalen Walker, a 25-year-old black man who was unarmed at the time he was killed by police in Akron, Ohio last week, was shot at least 60 times, at least 60 times. That's what authorities said over the weekend when they released body camera footage of the shooting. It is very um, riveting and shocking to see the number of armed officers who empty their clips into the body of this man. 602 on West on Wilbur Firestone, Dragon Still westbound a little bit. We're passing Evergreen. We're heading towards Maine. Looks like we have some units up ahead at the intersection of Maine. He's slowing down here, slowing down. The sheer number of bullets that were fired by as many as eight officers involved in the shooting has prompted renewed questions from politicians and activists who are criticizing what they view as excessive use of force by police. And that's probably saying the least. Um, They won't use the word murder, but clearly that is what it was. Now, law enforcement and experts in police law who have viewed body cam footage of the shooting say that the officer's response reflects standard police training. Hmm. Officers are trained to shoot until the threat they perceive and or reasonably believe is present has ended, says Lance LaRosso, a lawyer who specializes in use of force cases. I'm going to pause here for a second because, again, the video footage tells a totally different story. Now, in some of the footage you see, uh, Jalen Walker speeding away. Apparently, there is a high-speed chase. They were stopping him for a traffic infraction, the traffic infraction, which no one has been listed yet. Um, and at the time of the speeding chase, it appears that Jalen shoots from his window. You can apparently see, according to the video footage and those who are monitoring it or describing it, that you can see the flash from a gun. So as they continue to chase him, Jalen then stops his vehicle, jumps out of the vehicle with the ski mask on, and runs. He is fleeing on foot. Now, he shows no sign of shooting back. Um, He shows no sign of, you know, having a weapon. He's running. Now, according to the story, they, uh, the police, tried to use their tasers. They say none of the tasers work. 
that has me with a raised eyebrow. No one's tasers worked. No none one. Them. None of them. All eight of you. None of your tasers worked. Just failed at the same time. Right. Okay. Let's keep moving with the story. So as Jalen is running, they are in pursuit. And once one police officer fires, all eight of the officers fire as they move in, murdering Jalen with the 60 bullets from their eight combined guns. They shot 90 bullets. Only 60 hit him. So they bad shots also. Mm-hmm. But I would, so that means there's 20 bullets that ran through that neighborhood unchecked. But that's neither here nor there. But 90, I mean, 90 bullets were shot and 60 went through him. Exactly. Now, the Akron police chief said um, as Sunday at, news, at the news conference when he fielded questions about whether their police uh, protocols in place for situations in which multiple officers are firing at a suspect and how many bullets should be fired. Now, while the investigation into the shooting is still ongoing, um, uh, Stephen Milet, who is the Akron police officer, said officers independently related that they did perceive such a threat. Now, what began as a routine traffic stop, as I said earlier, turned into a public safety issue, say police, when a shot appeared to have been fired from Walker's vehicle during the pursuit. Although authorities said that Walker left his gun behind when exiting his car to flee on foot, officers said... That after unsuccessful attempts to use their tasers, again, eight tasers in all, they feared the suspect was preparing to shoot when they fired their weapons. Now, let's stop again. They feared that he was going to shoot. They did not see a gun. He did not turn in their direction. He showed no signs of having a weapon. But these eight officers all feared for their life at the same time and thought t-h-o-u-g-h-t that he might have fired a weapon now i don't know about you and me but if you just think that somebody's gonna have a weapon you just start shooting makes absolutely no sense and i'm reading into the story this is me this is not what's written in the story as the account of what happened but just using my general logic doesn't make sense now, Mallette said he didn't know how many shots were fired, but as we now know, the reports are 90 and 60 of those shots landed into my, Walker's body. Um, he said he expected the number would be high. Now, legally, the number of shots doesn't matter in such cases. Uh, according to U.S. Supreme Court, they agree under the Fourth Amendment if officers are justified in firing at a suspect in order to end a severe threat to public safety, they need not stop shooting until the threat has ended. I'm going to walk away from the story again. According to the story, I'm going to read the Fourth Amendment says if officers are justified in firing at a suspect in order to end a severe threat to the public safety, then they need not stop shooting until the threat has ended. That's a broad uh, spectrum to even... Right in the situation because there was no gun exactly i was getting to that part but but, but that is a broad you know way to interpret this this because what yeah. is a what is a threat is it is the threat a black man running is the you know is the threat that we assume that a black man might have a weapon that we cannot yet see so that needs to be you know deta- detailed you know going going for that but then let's say what was the threat no one there was no real threat to these officers he was a black man running for his life 
from officers who were armed did not shoot not once now here's the thing i know you you're not supposed to wait until you and i'm we're going to belabor the story ladies and gentlemen because i want to lay this out um if he had turned with a gun if he had looked like he had a weapon yes there was a there was a reasonable idea that this man posed a threat we have to get rid of the threat stop the threat but none of that happened according to the stories and the video footage that is available now looking at the story that happened in Highland, and this is where we're going, the, uh, the Robert Cremo was uh, picked up, put in a car, arrested. He shot several people, injured many more, but he walked away. Hmm. Was he not a threat? Was yeah. he? Why was he not shot and riddled with now, sixty? He was a threat bullets. to the public good, and he was on the run for a loose person that had killed, that had shot twenty six people. Mm hmm. Why did and he that, not get shot? Now he was able to get in okay. Mm hmm. And this is the story in our America, Black America, that we hear often. There are two justices. There are two sets of laws. One set of laws on the books, but a different set of laws when it comes to our Black bodies. And so while we read the story and we hear what happened in uh, um, Akron, I mean, in, um, in Highland, two different stories, two very different situations. One was a traffic stop with a man who allegedly shot a bullet and was running away on foot. The other was a man with a high powered rifle shooting people from a building. And yet one is dead and the other is not. Make it make sense. Now, again, in this story, the shooting of a person in any body part is the same level of force, deadly force, and must be justified under the state law. Legally speaking, the lawyers say there's no difference between shooting a suspect in the thigh as opposed to the chest. Aiming at the largest target available is the safest method to avoid hitting unintended targets. Now, despite um, what, you know, reports say that this is what the intention was when the bullets fired now some people will go on to say that when they heard one bullet the officers around could not really understand where that bullet may have come from and so they all started shooting that could be the assumption but at what point were the bullets enough to stop the threat 10 4 20 when when did the threat stop moving it just seems really, I don't know. I don't know. I'll turn well, it over to you. Well, I want to say there's an additional detail that also says a lot to me about how they value the life of Jalen. And it's the fact that after they riddled his body with 60 bullets, they handcuffed him mm. and waited a minute before they called for help. Mm. Now, I want to say this. Jalen, a lot of the things that they are claiming that they witnessed and saw will be able to be proven. There, it will be able to be proven if that gun was fired because that gun that was left in the car will have been discharged and there will be gun residue on Jalen's hands. So we will know if that gun has been fired. We will also, but not that it matters, but if they claim they saw a gun being fired, I would love to know if that gun has actually been fired. 
because that is the, what they used if that was their excuse to escalate to deadly force. Now, when we get into deadly force, I understand, okay, if you felt in a moment that you might have heard a gunshot and you shot. But on the 10th bullet, on the 12th bullet, on the 30th bullet, on the 60th bullet, on the 90th bullet, when, at what point did y'all think that the threat was adequately handled? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because see, at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, what are we trying to accomplish at the 90th bullet? What are we trying to accomplish? All of my coworkers have emptied their gun, so I'm just going to empty mine for the thrill. Mm. That's what it feels like for me. And what I have a problem with is the callous way in which all in these situations, it's just when it's a black man running, I thought he was going to shoot and I can shoot him up. But when there is a white man with a high power gun rifle sniping people and he's on the run, we can bring him in safely without incident. Certainly. I have a problem that I live in an America where my life and the lives of my brothers and my father do not matter. I have a problem that we live in a world today where we have to be so worried about the people that are supposed to be protecting and serving us, bringing their fear to work every day. And that fear making a routine traffic incident turn into a, a shooting. Because what's crazy is you could say, well, why would he run? Why would he stay in 2022 when cops are shooting people with 90 bullets for a traffic stop? I can understand a black man being hesitant to stop in certain areas until he can feel like he's in a safe place before he gets out of his car. But even more so, this man was not in the commission of a crime before this occurred. He was going about his day for a traffic violation. Mm -hmm. This is not in the pursuit of a felon. This is in the pursuit of someone that they think could be suspicious. Correct. And I just hate that it always ends when it's a black person and they think you're suspicious. If you're sleeping in a McDonald's, if you're running, if you are at an event, if you are navigating and living your life and you just and you're sleeping in your bed, Breonna Taylor, mm -hmm. you can get accused of somehow being the responsible for your own demise when it involves the police. And I think it's deplorable. Deplorable. Absolutely deplorable. And I, I could not say it any better. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you've got something to say about this. This will be posted on our social media and we'd love to know what you think. Our last request, go out there, respect one another. It costs you absolutely nothing. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. The We Are You Morning Crew. Download the We Are You radio app. Turn it up loud. Use the shout-out feature to talk directly to your favorite station. Louder. It's available on your app store. Search W-E-R-U radio. One word today.